If you love what we do, then please consider supporting Cryptfail on Patreon. Your support helps us grow and to create more content more often. And now, on with the show. First question. What is everyone's sort of knowledge base working with in terms of Alien? I will go first and admit that I probably have the least experience. I have seen Alien and Aliens, and that is it. I have also seen Alien and Aliens, and I've seen all the other ones. Um, All the other ones. (laughs) I've seen Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, Prometheus. There's probably more. Covenant. Um, Yeah, I'm sure sure there's some other ones. I have not seen, I think it was a remake that came out a couple years ago of the original Alien. I haven't seen that. Sure. Okay, I've seen Alien and Aliens and Alien 3 and um, <laughs> Prometheus. I uh, didn't see Resurrection or Covenant. But, um, um, yeah, and I've seen, I've watched the the show uh, Memory, I think it's called. It's, it's all about the history of the making of Alien. And I've also oh, been cool. a big fan of uh, Geiger's artwork. Who's the guy that actually designed the, the look for the alien? <laughs> yep. So yeah, big big fan of all that stuff. Have mm. no idea what to expect in the game other than I expect to uh, at some point be terrified uh, in surprise <laughs> and probably die. All right, Adam, you got anything to add? No, not really. Uh, like I've seen everything. Um, like all the alien movies everything yeah all the alien movies um you know i still remember the first time i watched alien and uh, not being able to sleep that night uh, <laughs> i've been totally shit scared but funnily enough you know uh, a few years later when aliens came out that was like for me uh, my number one most favorite movie of all time i used to go to sleep oh. listening to that i'd actually recorded it from a vhs tape onto cassette okay. tape and use my Walkman to... Yeah, just the audio. Up. Just the audio. Yep, I could recite every line oh, <laughs> from beginning to end. Yeah. We should do that one time, just sit here and act out the whole movie. <laughs> just, <Yes. laughs> just have a recording. Probably yes. could. You know, like, maybe maybe not now, but 20 years ago or yeah. so, yeah, definitely uh, I could have done Definitely 20 years friends. ago, I could have... Yep. Yeah, yep. All right. Louis, what is your familiarity with Alien? It scared me. <laughs> it scared you? <laughs> How yep. long ago? Like Thumb last ago. week? or? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it when I was a bit too young. A bit too young? How young's too young? I can't remember. I think I might have been 10. <laughs> I was going to say 24. Okay. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I was 24, I watched it. Okay. So all I remember is that it's very scary and the aliens are very scary it's not like um what's it called um not super trooper the ones with the bugs starship troopers one starship, starship troopers, troopers. Oh. it's like the opposite of starship troopers <laughs> oh yes <laughs> very much so yep that's how it's known alien the opposite of starship troopers and Oh, I was going to say um, probably one of the defining things for for the for the movies too was um, I guess for, for being in the eighties. Other than Sarah Connor, she was such a strong uh, female lead um, compared to a lot of other movies coming at that time. 
Yeah, but aliens had Bill Paxton, so you know. He was the he macho wasn't really this right? a strong character though. <laughs> what do you mean? He suggested putting the child in charge. Come on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. What though. are we going to do now, man? We're sm- <laughs> Maybe we're she should be shit. in charge. We're in some real pretty shit. Build now, a fire, man. sing a couple of songs. Oh, Newt that. should have been in charge. I agree. All right, Aaron, did you um, have anything to add? I've seen all of them. Uh, I was... I think I saw Aliens twice at the cinema. Okay. Over two days. It was it was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I loved the first one. I liked that they were different. You know, they didn't make the same movie twice. And after that, they've had various degrees of success. Hmm. An, an in- interesting setting, and I think that that's something the role-playing game does better than the movies. Uh, it, it really focuses on the setting, and there's a lot that you can do with the setting in the RPG that doesn't quite show as much in the movies. Okay. So, speaking of that, what is everybody, I guess, expecting, could be one thing to think about, but also hoping for, from an RPG of Alien? Be scared. To be scared. I want to die. To be die. ten years old and scared again. I want to die in an epic way. <laughs> okay. What about your character? <laughs> we all know where Chris is. Going. <laughs> Just yeah, not your character. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, this isn't actually about the alien RPG. This is just me talking. Uh... Oh dear. Yeah, I think for my expectations it would be like what we were talking about before i said it's it's like a really difficult escape room and now put an alien <laughs> in it. that's that's kind of yeah. what i expect right like something yeah, that so maybe it's not a hundred percent that you're gonna die but it's probably like 98 percent that you're gonna die so the tension you know, it's it's like the uh, Avengers thing, right? There's one one out of 14 million chances that everything's going to work out nice. So you yeah. should expect to die horribly, but you never know. But sometimes, hope not to. Sometimes things work out. Unless you're Chris. So do you think the game is going to focus a lot more on xenomorphs, or do you think it's going to encompass over time more of the setting? Hmm... I think xenomorphs are okay to be, like, the main thing, um, but I think the setting is also really important, too. I think, um, the like, the special edition of Aliens um, showed us that there was actually more to the universe than uh, and mm-hmm. more to what was going on uh, than uh, we initially saw in the first Aliens movie, uh, the, init- uh, the initial mm. release. Um, I think there's, you know, the whole universe... There is a whole universe there, you know, space truckers and travel and technology and <laughs> and, and, and everything. It's, there's more to it than just the xenomorph. I think the, the xenomorph's a small, uh, intricate part of it. But So what sort of games do you think are more interesting? Ones that try to explain more of the stuff, which is what Prometheus and Covenant sort of did? And... Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say about that. I know, because I, I don't want to lead your answer, but go, like, they actually try to answer more about the galaxy, or do you think 
games that just go, here's a cool idea, here's a good story, and it doesn't actually necessarily explain more stuff about the galaxy, but it might be just a, a scary story like Alien 1 was, or... Um... Hmm. I'd prefer the second, because I think wanting to know more about the galaxy is something that I, as a player, might want, but in terms of the character, it probably makes more sense that they wouldn't know all that, and it's scarier when you don't know all the answers. Yeah, I think for a game like Alien, where you need the buy-in of the players, it's probably better to not have so much developed, because then, then the the surprise and the the mystery of it is mm. all legit, right? Yeah. But it does depend on how the the players are going to go um, about it, and that's probably what makes it a, a tricky proposition to begin with because unless you have full buy-in it's probably a bit more daunting of a task to, to hit that right uh, sweet mm. spot in the middle so do you yeah. see that buy-in as a hindrance or, or a problem to the game or is it just part of the uh, makeup of the game that makes it what it is I think I think it's just a part of the it is. It's not. It's not. It's not good or bad. <laughs> it, just it just is. is. Like it's. It is part of the game. I, I think. Um, you know, those that want to see it as bad are going to see it as bad. I, you know. Um, some think... some people like to have everything railroaded for them, right from the get go, and I, I prefer to do it. You leave it open until the people start asking, and then you can kind of bring things in a little bit if you want. I think it definitely could be a bad thing for a lot of groups. I don't think our group is going to have any trouble with it. <laughs> and by buy-in, what we're talking about is the player knows what a face hugger is or what a egg is, yep. and the character quite possibly does not. And making decisions mm. based on the player's knowledge can break the game, which is something that can happen in D&D if you read the monster manual and learn all about the monster before the encounter. You'll know its weaknesses and strengths and so on. But it doesn't break quite the same way as Alien would. If you avoid the whole situation, then the, the adventure doesn't happen. If the adventure had a crew member come back like Kane with a face hugger on his face and all the players go, we're... Sending him out the airlock into space. <laughs> then they can't complain that there's no adventure after that point. Yep. So yes, it, it does solved. require buy-in. So a big part of Alien seems to be unrelated characters in unrelated situations as they go along. Mm. Uh, I, I called it the Twilight Zone sort of thing. Each week's a different story, unrelated to the week before. Episodic. Yeah, episodic yeah. in every in every sense of the word. Um, do you think that that's a good thing or a bad thing? And although they do mention the possibility of campaign campaign play, and there is rules for it, which do you think is better, doing a campaign or the idea of that every, every game can be a completely different set of characters in a completely different sort of situation and location and not, not connected and beholden to the one that came before it? 
I think... I was just going to say, I think that both have their merits. Um, mm-hmm. They both have things that are good about them. You can have, like, a more action-dense one if there are, like, shorter groups and it doesn't matter as much if your character dies because you can, you know, come back and uh, the next one, like, your you as a player can continue playing in the next one. Um, and when it's a campaign... Um, you can get a lot more character development and really flush out your characters mm-hmm. so that when they do die, if that happens, uh, it's more impactful. But then, when they die, halfway through the campaign, you just sit there for the other half of the campaign. Right. <laughs> Go, well, I'm dead. Right. Unless you make a new character, but then you, you know, kind of defeats the point a little bit. If you can just make a new character. Anyone else have thoughts on that one? Um, I think the solo adventures, as long as the story's interesting, um, but you end up losing, sort of losing the appeal, uh, you could end up losing the appeal of, uh, well, hey, I have a character, but at the end of the camp, you know, at the end of the game, um, I'm throwing this character away. I think part of the, the idea behind, um, in the traditional sense, from I think most role players' point of view is, you know, that, that, that character creation and creating a backstory and creating um, something that you can uh, build and, uh, you know, flesh out through, through a campaign. Um, I mean, if we look back at... Um, say our shadow shadow run game for example you know um the, the terence cypher and wren might be wholly mm. complete different characters um if we uh did not expect them to continue through season one season two and season three very true um so it's i think the the that the, the solo adventure, you know, can can bring uh, a very interesting and unique perspective, especially from role-playing. Um, uh, I think the players have to get into that mindset that uh, you know, it's ju- it, it is a game and the experience is the uh, the world in which you are in, in, in within mm. the adventure. So, um, and then again, it comes back to buy-in too. So, um, yeah. and, and that's part of the challenge too, I think. Um, taking a character that you know might not, you know, make it to the end of the adventure, uh, but to be able to role play that, you know, to uh, you know, to, to to the best of your ability, uh, I think that pre- presents a, a unique challenge in itself. So, yeah, Louis, you've been quiet. Very. I have. I am not sure what to expect at all of this game. Because my really only experience is Pathfinder, uh, Star Wars, with my other group that are very crunchy, then going to 7th C. So, this is my first time doing a... Would you say this is a horror RPG? They describe it as survival horror. Yeah, survival horror. So, I'm going to be very talkative in the summary the post-campaign chat. <laughs> when we're like, how was that? I'm going to be very, very, very 
emotional. Right now, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> Except that I'm going to be scared. Well, who knows? All right, I have a question, which was Adam's idea, hmm? that I need an answer from everyone, except Aaron. We might be writing notes. <laughs> we might be writing notes. Who does everyone think is going to die first? <laughs> oh, 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 I know. <laughs> That's you what know. I said, not Aaron. The GM you planned it out already. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, We've on been who annoys me the most. <laughs> oh, uh, well. Sorry, Louis. I think that might be you. What? No, I think that was might be me. Mm. Uh, it's a bit of a toss-up. It's a toss-up between the two colonials. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my own hat in the ring and say I might die first because I'm not very good at rolling, usually. <laughs> if it comes down to rolling, I think it's definitely me. <laughs> like to be fair in my limited experience uh, if it comes down to the die roll it's going to be me and you can take that to the bank okay <laughs> yeah I'm not sure who's going to die first um... well you don't need to be sure just guess because then if you're right you'll feel a great sense of satisfaction. Okay, so uh, Louis' character is my rival. Yep. Um, but my buddy is Sig. So I think, I think I'll lose my buddy first. Oh! <laughs> oh <no. laughs> I'll be left what? with nothing but rivals and people that don't <laughs> like me. No, no. Uh, would it would it be uh, ironic? Roy also likes you. Would it be ironic that I think Sig yeah. was locked out or locked into the hallway by Morgan, my character, who wanted to escape the aliens? <laughs> Sorry, dude. I know you're my friend, but that thing yeah. scares the shit. That's all right. You'll still have me, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Hirsch, you got two buddies. Hirsch is my buddy. Oh, really? That's news yeah, to me. Two people have you as their buddy. Okay. Oh, what? Do I? Am I the only one with one buddy and everyone hates yes. me? Yes. Hey, I don't think I have any buddies. So. I have uh, one buddy. One oh wait, one. I might be yours. Yeah, you're my buddy. I think I'm gonna die okay. first. So John is. All right. Well. Yeah. I, I think does it might anyone be have a just guess? Because he has so many <laughs> enemies. Because he has so many rivals. All right. Yeah. What? They're gonna kill him. So I I vote actually. Um, Holrod and Sig's going to die at the same time. At the same time? What, jointly saving you? (laughs) And it'll be... Nobody likes you, you like nobody. That's the way to go. My character will be the cause of their death. (laughs) Will be the cause of their death? Oh, dear. All right. Does anyone have any guesses as to who will stay alive the longest? You. Me? Why? You're gonna uh, sneeze. I'm good. Then I'll don't die, you, right? Don't you usually survive when you sneeze? I don't know. Look, the rules of that haven't been really kind of set in stone. True. This is all speculation because you can change all of our fates with one sneeze. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I don't know about the rest of you, but 
um, I'm fairly religious and God's on my side and I think that gives me a slight advantage over everyone. And For I, listeners who are unfamiliar, he is speaking of his character. <laughs> I, I, I intend to yeah, <laughs> I intend to make it up this rock. <laughs> it would be great if Adam was just declaring I'm really religious and I think God's on my side in this role playing game. God will support me in my uh role playing and <laughs> role playing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um I I think it's gonna be either Hirsch or Singleton. That'll make That'll live the longest. That'll make it. Well, live the longest. The cleaner or the cleaner. Or I didn't the say make driver. it. I'll say live the longest. Well, okay, make <laughs> it the longest. I I think we're. I think we know none of us are going to make it. Well, despite the fact that my character says that he would spend the rest of his life on this planet, <laughs> you still want to get off this rock? <laughs> you just meant he more might than four change hours those views. <laughs> I think you may have your wish granted. I think I feel like Chris is gonna live the longest because he doesn't want to because he wants to like die in some dramatic way so I think he's gonna live the longest it's possible as long as I don't play like a dumb character who chases cats into dark alleyways ha uh, okay that's a jab at me <laughs> <laughs> actually you know what that would be really ironic to die spectacularly, yet there's no one around to see you die that way. Like a huge heroic, heroic self-sacrifice thing, but yeah. everyone's already but dead. But everyone's already dead, yeah. Well, if they're already dead, it's not much of a sacrifice. Well, maybe it's to, like, I don't know, save other people who aren't us. I guess. <laughs> we're all dead. It could be to, like... Get the word out or something. Yeah. Warn the, warn the colonists. Uh. All right. Does anybody have anything else they would like to add before we begin? Good luck, Aaron. <laughs> Good luck, Aaron. Yeah, so never. I have a question, <laughs> yeah. actually. Are we all going into this game assuming we're all going to die? <laughs> I believed we were. I guess the GM really sort of... Maybe the GM should say, well, you're going to play this, but don't expect to live. But that doesn't mean that you can't live. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. The let let okay. Let's put it this way: the alien RPG is survival horror. The unlike most other games that we play, uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, Eberron, Shadowrun, Seven C, definitely Seven C, D and D, Pathfinder. All of those, to some degree, have stacked the deck in your favor. Mm. This has not. Alien is very much stacked against you. It's not impossible. It's not designed to make it impossible. But the xenomorphs are scary and strong and powerful. And space, which is possibly overall a bigger enemy than the xenomorphs (laughs) is a truly terrifying uh, adversary it's not conscious obviously Mm. but it's vastness if you get separated from the ship uh, if you get stuck outside with a torn suit uh, harsh realities of space are very much a part of this game that are not in nearly any other game star trek for example 
space is a thing of wonder and beauty more than it is, Hmm. you know. I mean, obviously, there's episodes where the ships are in danger of being frozen. There was one where they had no power and the temperature was dropping and life support was failing. And that was, you know, it it was a very real situation. But overall, Hmm. space in Star Trek is not something to be feared. It's not something... You know, to be conquered as such is something to be discovered. Space in Alien is something to be survived. Mm. It's it's much more closer in in ways like Apollo Eleven and you know Houston. We have a problem, and we're not going to have the oxygen to get back to Earth, and you know that sort of situation is is far more prevalent in Alien than in any of the other games. Uh, Star Wars, space is next to. Nothing really. It's it's what you travel in and fight in and that, but it's not really a ever treated as as a dangerous entity, really. But alien space is a dangerous entity, you know, and it comes across as that. And if you, in a space trucker campaign, uh, a lot of your concerns is going to be keeping the ship functional and running while mm. dealing with the company and regulations and making money and stuff like that but the the real enemy in those ones is space which uh getting lost people won't find you especially if you're outside like even your ship can be very 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 difficult to find but if you're outside of it and something goes wrong and you drift away from the ship getting you back is not yeah. easy in this case it's not like you know like you just oh, i'm just gonna use my thrusters and come back no it's you, you can find yourself a tiny, tiny speck in an unimaginably large sort of area uh, with all sorts of things that can go wrong that add to your stress and fear. Mm. Uh, your mask might fog up. It, so you're already this tiny speck of light in this massive you know, sea of darkness and now you can't see outside your own mask. Um, you know, There's a lot of things like that that can, can happen in the game. Uh, decompressions, no oxygen, unimaginably cold temperatures, failures in the navigation or, or ship in general, uh, which a lot of games don't like really do, not like this. So, um, yeah, it's a, it is different very much in that. The GM is not meant to be out to get you. That's not my job. <laughs> what we're trying to do, the way I would try to describe it would be we are trying to make an alien film that we would actually be happy watching. Yeah. That's sort of how I describe it. So it's not the GM's job to kill you as fast as possible, you know, because if if there's a really cool backstory that someone has, just killing them, just going, I'm going out to kill you as fast as I can, and a GM mm-hmm. can. We hold more dice than you. We hold more... more um, GMs always have those extra tools because they're the GM. GMs can also utterly cheat. So, if a GM wants to destroy a party, a GM can destroy a party. Mm. In an alien, even easier than other games. Um, but that's not the job. And if I just do that, I think everyone at the end would just go, well... Eh. <laughs> now, was this a power trip? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? There is a, there is a danger. There is a danger of that. And, and GMs have to be careful of that. It's, it's not all about controlling the alien. You know, it's about creating that that good story because if you don't create a good story you have a bad alien film you have all the the makeups mm. of having a good one but then something went wrong 
So, yeah, power tripping in any game for a GM is terrible, but I think in Alien it would be catastrophic because if the players get to the end of it and you all go, well, I don't know, that wasn't that much fun. It's failed. Even if you all die, mm. you've got to be able to at the end go, I'm happy I came, I'm happy I took part, that was a lot of fun, even though none of us lived. None of you living yeah. would have to be sort of the plan of the adventure from the start. Not, you know mm. what I mean? So that it got to the end and everyone goes, well, yeah, damn, that that was a bloodbath, but it was a good, ex- you know, it was a good experience. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good bloodbath. Right. It was a there, good was a, blood there was a story bath. that came out of that. If it happened all prematurely, no one's story came out. Nothing happened. If it was just a case of like a puzzle room where the puzzles can kill you, mm. and they do, if it's it'd be like a really bad saw film. Okay. And I don't think that that would be good for anyone. I think the players. Um, I mean, there's a cruel irony to that, where you could say like. Well, so you're saying the game requires the players to have hope, of which then the GM will snatch it away at some point. Well, I, I guess you could look at it like that, but that's really not not the case. And not every adventure is designed to kill the party. The risks are there. Space is terrible. Space is dark and dangerous, even with no xenomorph. So there is a possibility in every alien game you play that death can happen. Hmm. And xenomorphs are definitely not like your typical D and D monster. They are certainly stacked against the party in in that case, yeah. which means then how they're used is really important. And I think that's going to take some skill um, with the adventure and the, and the GM to uh, to find those ways to deal with that because the aliens are a bit of a tougher nut, like with the Marines. The Marines definitely stand a much better chance, but they're still tough. And, you know, mm. but if a player is coming up with a good idea, you, sh- you know, I don't think anyone should penalise them. So planning and ideas when situations develop, I think, are an important part of the game. But if a player gets cornered in a room with an alien, <laughs> the stack is definitely against them, you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> They're yeah, probably going to die. If, if, you, if you end up in that situation, you've got some real problems. Which means then I think the GM has to be careful not to allow that to happen until such point as it should happen. Now, it doesn't mean that I think the game should mm. be so heavily scripted that there's no nothing for you to do. The players shouldn't just be going along a railroad with no input and no control and no chance. But um, at the same time, I think that, that you know when when big moments happen, they they shouldn't they shouldn't be just thrown in there so that there's there's nothing that the players could ever do. Um, I think that that can definitely that can, you know because then because I think if that becomes the norm or if that becomes the feeling, if the if the feeling becomes no hope, I think that's going to become hard for the players to want to get into characters every single time. Although the movies have a high attrition rate, definitely. Even the first one, it was only Sigourney Weaver and Jonesy. The second one, mm. uh, there wasn't many. It was Ripley, Hicks, Hicks and the Newt, kid, and half of an and android, Newt. right? Uh, Newt and yeah, Ripley and the 
So even out of that Android. full platoon, not many got off that planet. But then they got rid of the 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 spares in the in the next one. Yeah, I don't remember how many got off in three. Hicks and Newt were both bleh. dead at the start. It's just Ripley yeah. off camera. Um, Sad. But even Ripley died at the end. Um, it was just mm. I think one crazy guy. Right at the right. end. So so the mortality rates of the film are quite quite staggeringly high. <laughs> yes. The game can match that, but I think the GM should 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 try and balance. Yeah, it. a little because I don't think you know. Obviously, this isn't a game like D and D. You know, I think if GMs came into D and D like this, it would make a bad D and D game. But you're playing mm. Alien, and you're playing Alien because you know what to expect. You're a fan of the films. You should be. If you if you're not a fan of the films, this is probably not going to be a great game. So with that being the you know that being the baseline. <laughs> You know what the mortality rate is like in the movies, and while there's definitely situations and you know good planning could certainly change and upset certain GM plans, and I think that could be good. At the same time, I think it would be pretty hard for a full party to survive any of the adventures mm. so far. So yeah, I think the players though have to come into that knowing that's which is a big, big ask. You know, that's what I mean. We're, we're talking about we're talking about buy-in now on a different level. You know. Before we're talking about buy-in in the setting, knowing that, well, you know, we could shove the guy out the airlock and then therefore ending the adventure, but it ends yeah. the adventure. So you're buying in to, to let this railroad uh, roller coaster ride, yep. um, you know, basically train wreck its way in front of you and go along and have a good time in it. Um, but now yeah. we're dealing with that other buy-in, which is buying into the setting from the player side now completely going, well, yeah, I might not survive this but i'm going to have fun doing that so um yeah i think the worst thing for the gm is to come in going it's me against you and here's my tools that i'm going to use i think that's that's the wrong way to be looking at this yeah it's cooperative yes it is absolutely in a way it's possibly more cooperative than a lot of the other games even though it may not feel that way at the start with the idea that you know that a lot of you might not survive the the encounter and that the GM could be perceived as the bad guy more so than another game because of it. But really, I think it could actually be a lot more cooperative because both parties really are having to work with each other through this improv maze to make a story that's interesting. Because yeah. if it's not interesting for you guys, well, what's it done? You're not going to have a good time, you know? Well, yep. yeah, that can be said about any role-playing game. Though, well, that that's in true. Fairness. But this isn't one where we can, like... It's not Shadowrun. We can't just decide we're helping Cypher move and, and spend three hours doing that. I don't know. This is deck three. We've got a xenomorph. We'd like to move. We're going to spend the next three hours. We're moving Sorry, to another. We're in ship. the middle of moving stuff. To- <laughs> Sorry, we're we're taking stuff from this science lab to the one on the other level. Uh, you'll have to get back to us about that. What did you say, xenomorph? Isn't that a Japanese role-playing game? <laughs> Xenoblade. So yeah, I think it's really interesting, yeah. and just from a, the quality of the books and the value for money of the books, I'm really impressed. Um, That's good. 
I didn't know what to expect. There's been another role-playing game in the past, uh, 25, 30 years ago, I think it was. And it felt very okay. much Alien of the Week. And it just, they didn't hmm. release much for it. And it, I don't think it really took off. But it didn't have anywhere near the lore or info that this one does. It didn't really cover, try and create the world. And it didn't feel like it was trying to make everything okay the same way. This one is just so filled with info. Beautiful art and just the setting lore that's in there. Uh, if you're a fan of the movies, even if you didn't want to play the game, I think you wouldn't be necessarily unhappy with buying it. Just for, for the, the art and the... just talking about the companies and how space truckers ah. operate, the different systems. Uh, it, it talks about the, uh, the the border wars, the skirmishes for which the colonial marines exist. It's got all that stuff in there, you know. And then the xenomorphs are about fifteen pages at the back. That's all they cover. The rest of it, the, you know, is, is the rules. But then all this setting info about the companies and how day to day life and and how you get work and what you what you owe them and um, that was that was unexpected. But it makes it a really interesting read and it makes it feel like a proper setting and not just. Mm. A, a one-trick pony, which is what I was worried about. It's very easy to do a zombie game, but it's hard to make a zombie game have any lasting appeal because it's very easy then just to, you know... I think I think that's why things like The Walking Dead don't really focus on the zombies in the end. They focus on the humanity and a lot of the problems that come from that. And the, the zombies are absolutely a part, but they're not necessarily the focus of it all in the end. And now true fans of The Walking Dead say, that's not true. It's all about the zombies. I <laughs> just want to take this moment to say the critical injury chart is very scary. It's more like yeah. something you'd see in Saw. What's the, what's the worst thing on there? So you can have a cracked spine. You could. Bleeding gut. Busted kidney. Yeah, it looks like, well, cracked spine, crushed foot, crushed elbow are all 3d6 healing time. Which I find interesting. Although I guess it is just a cracked spine, not a... Not a broken not like, spine? Yeah. Well, depending when that happens and who's in the room or what's in the room with you, that may be a problem. It may. It may. Alright, does everybody feel as ready as they're going to be to play Alien? I think so. Well, one person is. Yeah, we give it a go, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I feel less ready. Less ready. You feel oh. less ready. Well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting when, if shit hits the fan how everyone's going to act or react well best of luck to everyone uh, God's on my side okay <laughs> <laughs> not tonight buddy <laughs> 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 oh no